Yeah. Hey, I work hard every motherfucking day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work hard, I work hard every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is terrible. All right, ready? Best, this, no, this is the best thing ever. This is awesome. <laughs> You're gonna fucking record this. Two on one, a fantasy football podcast with your host, Steven Bautista. All right, what up, everyone? Welcome to the first edition of the two-on-one, a football fantasy podcast. I'm your host, Steven Bautista. With us today are a couple founders of the Super Friends League. We have the commish, Tommy Molio. What's up, Tommy? Yo, 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 what's happening? We also have uh, everybody's best friend, Dominic Rickard. (laughs) Hello? Is this thing on? Hello? (laughs) What's up, buddy? What up? So we're just uh, excited to start this new podcast for the season. Um, just to give you guys a little idea of what we're going to talk about is, you know, some NFL news related to fantasy. Um, obviously, talk about our Super Friends League and, and matchups. And then we're hoping at some point uh, during the season to have some uh, some guest appearances by by people, hopefully in the league as well. Maybe Game of the Week winners uh, that Tommy does for us every week, which is really cool, Tommy. Um, anything, guys, you want to add? No, I'm just uh, I'm just excited to uh, to do this first podcast with you guys. I think um, it's a real interesting way to to reach out to our to our league, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, all the guys listen to it. I'll go again, or I'll go. Uh, Steve, that was a pretty damn professional intro. You nailed it out of the park, man. I think we're good on the first shot. All right. Um, I'm pretty excited to talk shit on everyone in this league. And have them listen to me. That's what I like to hear. Um, I I can't wait for Vince's feedback. I can already hear it in my mind. Uh, that's what I'm interested most right now. All right, guys. Before we uh, dive into week one, I just want to maybe do a little recap on our draft. Um, every year, we look forward to it so much. This year was uh, excellent. I want to thank Dominic and his family again. I'm sure we're all real thankful. Turned out really nice. The Great venue. The food was spectacular. We got to keep getting better every year. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Everyone was, wow. Uh, the food was amazing. Um, uh, and I think the fact that it does get better every year just shows how awesome this league is. Yeah, and I also want to give out a, a big thanks to Vince for making the effort to coming out this year. Uh, this is the first year that we had everybody in the league drafting together, which I thought it was super cool. So thanks a lot, Vince. We appreciate you coming out, man, and making the effort. So um, just a couple of things I wanted to touch on the draft was uh, um, I know there were some issues with the rule from last year. So I know we talked about it and just want to make sure that we all understand that from now on, any champions rule, we're going to make sure we document it correctly, make sure we get the verbiage right. Just because like this year, you know, there was the issue with who was going to who was last place for, you know, was it the season or was it the playoffs? So I think we're going to squash that and make sure that we get that done. And, um, you know, anything else you guys want to add to that? You know, at this point, maybe we should just videotape it and save the files, you know, <laughs> and the person <laughs> that picks, you know, that that's their role. Like we just uh, we just video uh, recorded and and then, you know, just keep it. And so, you know. Uh, everything with this league too, I think the when the, where we have the most transparency when things are clear, everything runs smoothly. So, um, yeah, I agree. You with know, that. I, there definitely there definitely was some confusion, and I I wish we would have had we would have had that handled better. I think that we 
every year I'm like, man, this league is, is so ran so smoothly. Nothing's going to go. Nothing. We, we know everything that's going to happen. We know what happens with tiebreakers. We know. And then, and then, you know, art doesn't set his lineup and something else that I never, <laughs> oh, that I never seen coming. Never seen coming. I'm like, we have a rule for everything. And then sure enough, first week before, even before up. the first game, something pops up. So we just got to be, we got to be flexible and we just got to, we got to just vote on it. And I think that's the best that's, system. That's a good transition, Dom. So let's get into now what we want to get into. And that's week one football. You know, obviously we had the game last night, the Eagles and the Falcons, which, um, you know, let's, let's touch on that a little bit. What were your thoughts on the game, Tommy? Well, I mean, I, I want to preface what I'm about to say with, I understand it's Thursday night football. I understand it's the first game and, you know, you just cut, you know, 90 to 53 players last week, but, um, it, it was underwhelming. Um, I, I guess it kind of came together towards the end and, you know, there's a couple more scores, but, um, to be honest with you, I missed most of it and didn't really mind because, um, yeah, it was just slow first half, at least for sure. It, it definitely you, was. Tom, what are your thoughts? Definitely was a game to miss in the first half. Uh, I think the rain delay really hurt. I mean, having the Super Bowl champs come out, have a celebration, get their rings, and then have to go back to the locker room for 40, 50 minutes. We've all been there playing football. We know that sucks the life out of you. It's hard to get warm yeah, after half coming out. Yep. So yeah, I know, think that was an added factor. Go ahead, Steve. Sorry. No, no worries, man. Uh, no, I think that's a that's a good. Those are good takeaways. And I think my biggest takeaway of that man was the uh, Falcons goal line inefficiency. Man, I mean they were in the red zone, I believe, five times and only came out with a touchdown. I think seven yeah. points. Yeah. One Tevin Coleman. Rounds. Yeah, yeah, Tevin Coleman. And I mean that was what played them last year. You know, and and I know Julio had a monster game, but that's because of targets. I mean, the guy had like 20 targets. Of course, he's going to have that many points, you know, but he still didn't get a TD, which happened last year. You know, he only had three TDs last year. Did you read what he had on his on his blog afterwards? It said, I wouldn't I wouldn't have had all these points if I wasn't on arts bench. That's what I read. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I mean. I'll be the first to admit I was a little bit of a homer last night with Hart. But dude, you got to set Julio, man. I mean, you cannot you leave got, 27. You got to set your lineup. Show. I mean, yeah. you've had plenty of time. And I guess no one will ever make that mistake again. Well, I guarantee I mean, you, I'm not. Better hope not. Yeah. <laughs> set your lineup. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but, you know, also about the game, um, I. I guess I want to say I can't believe that the Philly fans were booing the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles at halftime, but that's it's hilarious Philly. to see. It's Philly, you know? Like, no matter what, no matter how good your team is, it's yeah. Philly fans are still going to boo you. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, Don, what would you think of Jay Adai and the two teams? I think he looked – skinnier than he did last year like a little quicker and i he changed his number right i was gonna text you guys yeah, last night I think I don't, he did he wasn't 26 last year was he no anyway sure. we'll, we'll, we'll get our fat, we'll get our fat checker we'll get our fat checker to check that yeah let's um, get that guy <laughs> I mean, yeah I john think, but um, i think go for it no i i think he i think he's gonna be a boomer bus uh you know running back when it comes to touchdowns he's gonna get yards but they said it last night on the broadcast running back has his own specific role and they fit into it perfect and Sproles kind of eats into both people's roles so 
haven't even started. It's, uh, yeah. That dude's like as old as us, and he's still going. Hey, that's crazy. I remember him at Kansas State. Yeah. Like <clears throat> he was kill- you know, killing it. The crazy about Jai is that, dude, he, I think he's going to be a good player this year, but his snaps are going to be limited. And I think he's going to be, you're going to have weeks with him that are going to be like, hell yeah, you got a couple touchdowns. And then you're going to have weeks where you, he's not going to score those touchdowns and he's not going to get enough carries. So it's going to be I a mean, he's al- year. He's always had that potential to be, you know, to be the bell cow. Um, why am I blinking on where he, where he was traded from? Miami. Uh, Miami. Miami. You know, and he just never did it, you know, so I, I hope he can. I mean, I think he has the potential to be to really good and have a really big year. But like you're saying, you know, a little bit touchdown dependent. And is he really going to get those yards and those touches to, to really get his numbers to elite status? Yeah. Hey, Dom, what do you think of uh, Sark's play calling? Oh, uh, <laughs> I think we. I think I talked to you a little bit about that last night. I, I just think he's not meant for the NFL. He he had all you know all summer long, all spring, and he comes in and has the same performance he did last, last year. He had to earn, learn the offense, not teach him their new offense. And this right. year he's got another year in it, and he's uh, he's not he's not an offensive coordinator. They're they're hurting from Shanahan. I I like the 40, 49ers because they had their offensive quarter from that made Matt Ryan an MVP two seasons ago. I agree. I think you could sum up Sarkeesian last night on that fourth and one on the first drive, okay? And he takes out Julio Jones, and they run the ball. Now, I'm not saying that they're not going to run the ball. I'm not saying that's a bad play call. But you take Julio out. If you put Julio out on the, on, on the flank, they're going to have to have a safety over there. So you're taking another guy out of the box. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you take him off. Now you're giving Philly the opportunity to crowd the box and play the run, you know? So Yeah, you, rem- I mean, you remove that threat. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, and if he's just a decoy, why not? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's well, cool, do you man. think he was doing, I mean, do you think he was still doing the same stuff from USC? Or, you know, has, has his play calling evolved? Or I think, honestly, a little pride probably was into it a little bit. I mean, he got hammered last year. So they were probably coming out that first drive, and they're like, oh, we're just going to smash mouth it. You know, we're just going to bully you right now. And, and you know, that D-line from Philly is no joke, man. It's no joke. Two more things I want to say. Can you believe that they ran the Philly Philly, Philly special <laughs> again? Again. Balls, bro. Like Balls. the next the next game they could have played, they, they, they ran it. And then they did the one that was, like, more similar to the, the one that Tom, ba- uh, Tom Brady dropped. You know? And oh, it was like, yeah. They're, like, totally like trolling the exact, him. Yeah, totally trolling him. And he caught it, you know? Yeah, I know, right? A little more athletic than Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady's a little like bit. A yeah. out there. Yeah, Nick Foles got some. Uh, he's got some hands. He's got some wheels. Nice, man. Well, uh, all great points by you guys. Now, I just wanted to transition, maybe a little bit, talk more about our league right now. Uh, maybe uh, a couple matchups that you think in the Super Friend League this week that you're kind of interested in seeing. Um, obviously, uh, off the bat, I'm thinking of Art. How is he? How is he going to uh, <laughs> come back and try to beat Matt after losing 27 points by? A receiver, but uh, Dom, what's the matchup that you might be interested in, in in seeing? Well, real quick on that art thing, the the thing about it is he didn't lose a player spot. Yeah, he lost Julio's points, but he still can have a receiver in that spot to make up some of those points. So it is a punishment, but it's not a death penalty. So I think it was That's fair. A good point. And uh, but the matchup you asked me, the matchup I'm most excited about. Yeah. Uh, I always like I always like to see uh, a guy with a second pick 
two second picks <laughs> be, be under under be under predicted points wise as Tommy is oh. as the highest. So that's that's the one I'm watching. I want to see if Tommy's receiving core blows up, and I want to see if um, Aaron knew what he was doing, drafting some pretty good backup running backs. Uh, I mean, he lost Bell, and he's still gonna have Mixon and McCaffrey. That's not that's not a bad backfield. Not too bad. Yeah, the ESPN rankings never lie, man. Right. You just go off the sheet and cross the name. You're good to go, man. You're good. Yeah. What about you, Tommy? Well, you know, uh, to, to Dominic's point, um, yeah, my receivers. I, I'll have to admit that I, I kind of copied your uh, your strategy from last year with with drafting two uh, two really good receivers. So I'm hoping that carries me to the championship. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I tried to copy Steve before and. That didn't work for me, but uh, <laughs> but you know the uh, the matchup I'm look, most looking forward to this week, um, honestly, is is uh, the matchup between Steve and Jeff. Um, I really want to see how Saquon does. Um, I I was excited when Steve drafted him because um, I, I think he's gonna be huge. I think he's gonna totally go off and have a uh, really big year. So. Um, I'm trying to look at that matchup right now, and I can't see who's going to win because Steve still hasn't set his lineup. So yeah, zero, I'm working zero. on it, man. So I'm working on it. My, 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 also, my winning rule next year is going to be you have to set your lineup a week before. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's because it, it messes with you, man. It's mind games, bro. I'm also interested to see if Steve can win with Andy Dalton and what appears to be Six no receivers. defense and no <laughs> kicker. The red uh, rifle, man. Uh, you know, so and also who he's gonna drop to get a kicker in a defense, or if he's just gonna say screw it and not play a kicker in a defense and roll with his mystery team. Um, I can we do that? Can I put a can I put a, a wide receiver as a kicker? I'd appreciate no, that, no. Tommy. This week, <laughs> can we get a, can we get a vote on that? Maybe you can vote get on it right people. now. I'll pay hey, John so he votes yes. All you need is five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, John, uh, I, I love you, man, but um, I didn't understand your votes <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking in riddles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what's about on one last night? Oh, I know. I'm looking forward to seeing Dom, man. I think uh, Aaron might take him this week. And he, with the guy so that too. lost a second round pick. Uh, right now, it's projected uh, 135, 129. Yeah. Respectable so we'll 135. You know, I, I mean, think that shows I don't know uh, that Aaron, Aaron's drafting skills are pretty decent. Yeah, no, my, definitely. My, got, he had some good players. My biggest but, hope no. in that matchup is that Eifert doesn't show up uh, and scores two points. That's my. That's the only <laughs> way I think I'm going to be able to get back in this game. It's possible. Uh, well, you also have Todd Gurley, man. So, what do you score like yeah. four times over forty points last year, or something like that? So oh yeah, and like in like in the final game against Aaron, yeah, yeah. I know, man. <laughs> See, we both got burned last year, man. Okay. Uh, I'm still the I still can't that will live that, in man. infamy. You're welcome, oh. Fosberg. You're welcome for that championship. <laughs> <laughs> it made crazy. sense at the time, kind of. Yeah, in my weird logic, I guess it did, but. I mean, I, you know, tinkering is my issue, and, and I'm sure it's a lot of you guys' issues, too. I think we overthink it sometimes, and, you know, it's just best to just go with the matchup, you know, go with your gut a little bit, and, and just and just, and just just um, roll with it, you know, instead of having to try to figure out. Don't try to outsmart the my, guy, you know. 
my thing is I try not to flip flop. And so I usually always try to go with my first gut instinct. And but whatever I do do, and it, say I do something and it works the first week, I yeah, try to do the TV. same thing every time. I try to do the same thing every time. Don't flip flop. That's my point. Yeah. Because if you flip flop of what how you decide your players, you're always going to be guessing and you're always going to be chasing. At least one way you're consistent. It, it's the same way when you play poker or you play gambling games. You either play by the book or you just say fucking play recklessly. I think that was our first cuss word. Um, congratulations, Don. <laughs> but, oh, but no, seriously, that's my, that's my, uh, biggest advice is whatever way you, you pick your players in the, be in the year when you have a just rather it's, you know, texting 15 people like Fosberg does or <laughs> paying oh, for you inf- said you're not inf- information <laughs> or paying for information like Steve does on ESPN Insider. Uh, that's never been proven. Just want to put that out. <laughs> never been proven. No, nah, but just don't flip flop. All right, I'm done. That's good, man. That's good. No, that's good. That's good info. Uh, Tommy, you have anything else to add, or do you want to just go ahead and move on? Well, <clears throat> I, I'm just excited for this week. Uh, I'm excited to see, you know, how everyone's draft actually turned out and how the players turned out. And um, yeah, I'm excited. We've been waiting for this day for for a long time, and I'm stoked that it's here. No, I agree, guys. I agree. All right, so let's move on to uh, some NFL action. Um, I was I wanted to maybe get your guys' uh, thoughts on which matchup this week and what team you're more interested, most interested in seeing. Um, obviously, based on fantasy. Um, why don't we start with Dom? Go ahead, Dom. What's your team? Um, I, I got two of them. I'll touch both quickly. Uh, I really like. I'm interested in the San Francisco Minnesota. I want to see. Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. I want to see if their D is still the truth. And I want to see if Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, I don't think they, they lost a game when he started last year. So I want to see if he can overcome Minnesota. And then the next game I'm interested in, and I hope I'm not stealing anyone else's thunder, is the uh, Jaguars-Giants uh, game. I want to see Barkley, like Tommy mentioned earlier. And I want to see no one that I can remember since Deion Sanders has had, has had an off-season of shit-talking like Jalen Ramsey's <laughs> had throughout the receivers and quarterbacks Epic. in the NFL. Yeah. Epic shit-talking. And, and I want to see him back it up or get, get made a fool. I really do. I think he can back it up. I do, too. He's got the talent, man. He definitely has the mouth, but I think he has the talent to uh, to back it up like you guys are saying. Hey, Dom, to touch back on that um, San Francisco Viking game, how do you think um, Dalvin Cook's going to do? You know, coming back from that ACL injury. I think behind the scenes, they'll probably have him on a pitch count. But I think that pitch counts go away when when the game's on the line. So if it's a close game late, I mean, they could use him the whole time. But I, I do think they're going to spell Murray in probably every other series or something like that. But I, I think he'll come back strong. I think it, it, early, the injury was early enough late in the season that he'll come back and be fine in game one. Yeah. Also interested to see how um, Alfred Morris does and uh, Matt Breda and, yep. uh, for running backs now, now that they lost Jeremy McKinnon. Sorry about that, Jeff. Um, you know, just to see how they're going to play against that D. I mean, uh, is the game at in, in Minnesota or is it in San Francisco? Uh, it's in Minnesota. Oh, man. So that's going to be a tough matchup for any offense going into that place and playing, man. It's going to be a hard one. Um, and then touching on that Jags game, uh, what do you think Eli's going to do this year? Because last year was a disaster. 
but most people are saying that they just quit on the coach, you know, because they didn't like how what he was doing, and they push, basically just gave up. So I'm, you know, I'm really interested to see how Eli, um, how he comes back. You know, obviously they surrounded him with a bunch of weapons. So I'm, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully it's fantasy gold for some of those I mean, lucky people out there. The last time Eli had a decent running back, he had that tall dude. I can't think of his name. Number twenty-seven, big dude. Oh, Brandon uh, Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs, and then they yeah. kind of had a, a oh, dude, back a beast. too. And they won a Super Bowl. So I mean, I get know. him a running back. He he he's not he's a, he's the best game manager there is with two Super Bowls. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, Tommy, you're up, man. What do you think? What what are you looking forward to? I think the one I'm most interested in is uh is the Browns versus uh the Steelers, you know, every time, every time. And uh, I'm real curious to see uh, if they're going to do what they kind of showed that they had the potential to do. Um, that defense looks really improved and really good. And, and I think the Steelers are, are dealing with some, you know, some obvious uh, off the field issues with Le'Veon Bell. That's, that's causing a distraction. Um, yeah, we'll definitely uh, touch on that later. Yeah, right. And 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 the weather's going to play a factor. You know, there it's probably going to be raining and yeah, hundred percent rain uh, apparently is what I heard. Yeah, so far, you know, so we'll see if that changes or not. But either way, playing um, are they at home? No, they're playing. They're in, Cleveland. they're in Cleveland. They're playing in Cleveland. Yeah, they're playing in Cleveland. Um, you know, the dog pound and and and. Yeah, we'll, we'll just see. You know, I, I'm real curious to see how, how the team responds. Uh, the Steelers, uh, you know, having James Conner back there. Um, I, I, you know, selfishly, I have, you know, Antonio Brown. So I want to see, you know, if, if he's going to catch some touchdowns and um, if the rain's not going to be a factor at all or if it's just going to be, a, you know, smash mouth, run it, you know, all day long. And, um, you know, one of those ugly games, especially being week one. That's an interesting point because I think a, a point that – sorry, Dominic. Um, I think a point that is kind of going um, – or people aren't talking enough about is Todd Haley's gone. You know, Todd Haley's yeah. on the other side of the Steelers sideline right. now. He's right. been with the Steelers for the last, what, three years, four years. So the yeah. play calling is going to be different. So tech, and, I mean, I know they're going to try to get as much as they can uh, or, or duplicate what they did before, but we don't know how he's going to call plays. When, you know, having the knowledge of the team you're about to face, you know, that that's that's an advantage. Huge, you know, you know, yeah. you know uh, what their tendencies are and what their, you know, their strengths and weaknesses could be. And, um, yeah, I, I actually in, in my pick em league, I, I, I picked the Browns just because I, I think they have a shot. That's um, good, man. You know, it's hard. week one, like I said, that and hard knocks coming in. Too hot. much hard knocks. Too much, too hard, much hard knocks. Yeah. David and Joku. You, you know what's funny? Going back to that Todd Haley <laughs> thing that you're saying that he knows the weaknesses and whatnot. I mean, look, think of this. A linebacker, Michael Kendricks, goes in on hard knocks. I know it's yeah. hard knocks, but he goes in there and he just freaking breaks down the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. And you're talking about a, a a linebacker who has his own position to play. He's worried about studying his stuff on, you know. Now, what can Todd Haley know about the right. guys who've been coaching for the last four years? Yeah, a coordinator, yeah. exactly. And, and that game, that preseason game when they played uh, the Eagles, their defense smashed. You know, they yeah. were all over. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just think uh, you know, call it hard knocks, Homer, call it um, you know, distracted team versus team that's that seems to be bringing it together. I don't know. I just think they have a chance. So um, that's my number one. My my number two. Uh, I would say it has to be, you know, the game we're going to, Raiders-Rams. Uh, uh, 
you know, Raiders had their own off-field issues with Mac and trying had to, to bring up Mac, and, did you? I didn't yeah, want to I mean, hear a little name. bit, just a little bit. I mean, <laughs> you know, you you can't uh, you you can't ignore the elephant in the room, and but I, I think they're moving on, and you know, they had a whole off season to see how that defense aligned and that defense looks without Mac, and obviously Paul Gunther thinks he can do it. He thinks he, you know, he's he's proven that he can do more with less. You know, he he's taking scrubs in Cincinnati and turned that whole defense around. They're definitely um, thinking ta- uh, coaching over talent. I'm absolutely, definitely, they're definitely thinking that. That's for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good one, man. I'm interested to see how the D plays, uh, how how they pl- how those rookie defensive linemen play. They've looked pretty good yeah. in preseason, but everyone knows preseason doesn't count. And then also, you know, the last time we had a super team, it was the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think Vince Young called them a super team, and. They kind of flamed out. So I'm interested to see how you get all these characters in Los Angeles, you know, all these different type of guys that, I mean, let's be honest, they all have some kind of bag, some kind of baggage, you know, how they're going to gel, how they're going to play, especially in week one. I think the Raiders can catch them sleeping a little bit, you know? Right. What about you, yeah. Tom? Um, yeah. You well, I want to go back. Uh, I was waiting patiently about, I just want to say one <laughs> thing about the Cleveland Steelers game. I wish there was a play in football that had both Antonio Brown and, um, Jarvis Landry on the on the field together. That would be just great to see those two. <laughs> jaw, like if one played corner or something like that. Oh, that God, yeah. That'd be so great. That would be um, amazing. Um, and then back to um the Raider game. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what the mindset is for the Raiders. I mean, after all this happened, they were like opposite of the Steelers. You know, they were all shocked and like couldn't believe it. Uh. They weren't, you know, it was just, so I don't know the mindset of the Raiders as much as I don't know the mindset. I, I, I like your point, Steve. I didn't think about it. The Rams, the super team, it takes a lot of personalities. You know, the, the Dominican Sioux doesn't, isn't known as the most coachable guy. And now he's got Aaron Donald, who's better than him. You know, it's the first time he's ever had someone better than him on the field with him. So I think that will take a couple games, but I just think, uh, I just hope for a good game. I hope Todd Gurley scores two touchdowns and the Raiders <laughs> 21-14. That's a good that's a good prognosis. Hey, guys, I just want to uh, also just touch on a game real quick. Uh, the, the one I'm interested in most seeing is uh, Green Bay and Chicago, and mainly Chicago just for that offense with Matt Nagy now being the uh, head coach and, and all the hype that's going on Trubisky. I won't talk about the defensive side because obviously that's a sore subject. I'm sure they'll be fine, but yeah, I'm interested soon. to see. Yeah, too soon. I'm interested to see how Allen Robinson comes back. You know, from that ACL tear, I want to see uh, Trey Burton. You know, he was a backup with the Philly, but they got him over there as a starter now. And obviously Chiefs offense, Philadelphia offense, they use a tight end a lot. You know, so I'm interested to see what kind of year Trey Burton's going to have. And and I know they've been talking about Jordan Howard also, you know, going to be more of a three down back. So, I'm, you know, that's, that's going to be a good game, I think, to, to kind of watch and, and see what develops. What do you guys think? Can can I ask? Are we are we believing the hype, <clears throat> the Trey Burton hype? It, it, you know, is he as uh, good as they're saying he is? I don't know. Dom, uh, Dom's an eagle I am. expert. <laughs> I am because I drafted him, so <laughs> definitely believe in the hype. I drafted him in three out of my four leagues. Uh, he was a solid player last year. He also is the guy that threw the touchdown pass. Not that that means anything, but he's he's. But athletic. that's all how like. That's how I know him mostly. And did he do enough throughout the rest of the season behind Zach Ertz to show that he's? Oh yeah, ask Steve, a, a starting tight end. Steve, Steve picked him up the year, the week that we played, and Zach Ertz I, got hurt. 
Yes. He, he and, doms right. I picked him up. I didn't start him like an idiot. And I think thank he had like God. 14 points. No, like he had 14 18 points. points. Or 18 points. Even worse. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's legit, man. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got the hands. I mean, maybe he just needed the opportunity. And, and they were pretty every, aggressive. I mean, they went out there and got him pretty quick in free agency. So. Every every uh, young quarterback's best friend is his tight end, his, his blanket. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think Trubisky's got it? Like, I mean, I just don't see it, man. Everyone telling me, I, I don't know. He's he, last year. He looked like a. Uh, you know, he only played one year in college football, right? He only started one year. Yeah, man, that's scary, man. At UNC, he it's just his side. He has the side. He ha, he has all the athletic ability. It's the mind that I, that I I'm worried about. But he's got the right coaches, and like you said, in, in place, and he's got weapons, so that always helps. I think this year will prove if he's a good quarterback or not. That's because, a good point, Tommy. Because but, I think the last few years, what Chicago's really struggled with is their wide receiving core. And I'm so glad that we never drafted Kevin White and we drafted Amari Cooper instead because that was a debate when he, uh, Cooper was in the draft. Uh, and I think, Steve, you told me, like, no, Cooper's way better. We want Cooper if we don't want Kevin White. Yeah. And and now I think he found – I mean, Kevin White's still there. But, like you said, bringing in Allen Robinson coming back – Traber and Jordan Howard, I think, is going to go off. I hope he does because I have him. Um, I also think having an offensive head coach is going to help. Oh yeah, he's got the John Fox system, been offensive yeah. net, man. The you thing know, about so. the the thing about the Bears though is they can be a great team this year, and they're still going to be the third team in their division. Exactly, that's a great point, Dominic. Yeah. That's a great point because I mean, you got the AFC or excuse me, the NFC North. So you got Green Bay at top, Minnesota yeah. close second. And then it's between the Bears and the Lions, yep. you know, and and the Bears have uh, division. the Lions have Matt Stafford, yeah. yeah no, division. It wasn't always like that. I know it used to be a joke. Yeah. All right, guys, so let's uh, let's move on now. Talk a little bit of uh, um, kind of finish the show off with some NFL uh, news. I know we've been uh, jonesing to talk about the uh, the Le'Veon Bell situation. I don't know what to think about that, man. I am so lost. I mean. I get both sides. I get the Steelers being upset about it. But I also get Le'Veon Bell being, I want to protect my body. The, the Steelers are clearly not going to sign him next year. So if I was the Steelers, my thought would be, I'm just going to run this guy to the ground. And he's and what Le'Veon Bell is thinking, I don't want to be the next Marco Murray. What the Cowboys did to him, you know, give him over 300 carries. And then next year, oh, thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks, for having, well, thanks for being with us. And they ship him off to free agency, and his career was never the same again. Now, what do you guys think on that? I I don't see both sides at all. I see Levy. I am 100% Levy on Bell's side. I think you do whatever it takes to get paid your money when you can because it's not a guaranteed league. And I think his teammates were were way out of line and way out of base. You never attack a man when he's going after his money. You attack you, – you stay on his side and you attack the, the ownership. You never say something about another man's money. It's an unspoken rule in the NFL. I heard a couple of players talking about it today. Michael Irvin was the most outspoken, and I agree 100%. And they'll cut you in two years. Yeah, that's why there's guaranteed money, but they cut you in two years. They don't care on four year contract that you're, you need you your don't money think, when you get You don't think there's anything to say that the Steelers paid the guy $28 million for the last two years or are willing to pay him another $14 million this year? He, but yeah, he, I mean, he, there's two sides to that. That's definitely debatable. He knows he's a running back and he has an infinite life. He knows six years maybe. So he knows he only has one good contract. And every year that ticks off that, that's money in his pocket. So I, I do get both sides of that argument. I, I feel like I've been talking too long. Tommy, what do you think? No, 
Well, I mean, I think he's he's also been uh, at times their second or if you know now their third receiver. Also, you know, he's not just a running back. Uh, he's he's a big part of their passing offense, and he has been, and he's been consistent for you know since he's been in the league. He was consistent at Michigan State, you know, and uh, you know from a football perspective, I, I get where his, his linemen are coming from for feeling the way they feel but not for speaking out the way that yep. they have, you know, and, and Antonio Brown um, has, has almost been trying to do damage control, you know, and, and he's been posting a couple of things on Twitter and Instagram of, you know, yeah. one of Le'Veon Bell hugging him and, you know, saying he's family and, you know, they're, they're there together. And, and, and then another post saying um, uh, when family uh, fights, like no one wins, you know, so he gets it. Like, it's not, it's not just about respect of the money. Uh, I mean, it is, that's it, a big part of it, but also you got to be on each other's side for the team. You know, I agree with that. Steve, I, mean, I think, I think what, uh, Steve, let me ask you, let me ask you a question on this worst case scenario. Le'Veon Bell plays week 10 or doesn't play at all. Whatever the worst case scenario is, tell me the Packers wouldn't pay him all the money he wanted next year or the Browns. Packers tell me don't a team. Pay him. Tell, tell me, pay tell me a team. Well, think. Just put, imagine putting Le'Veon Bell no. with Aaron Rodgers. On the Packers would be ridiculous. Well, yeah, but it's never going to happen because they're never going to pay him. And I don't think he wants to go to Green Bay. Yeah, I, I get all the points. Just touching back on the the lineman talking because I, I have a little bit of a, a soft spot for O lineman. The only thing I will say is I, they do have a right to be upset, especially of if course. Le'Veon Bell maybe told them that. But you don't air your dirty laundry. Good teams don't do that. Absolutely, you have the, you have his phone number. You could say, "Hey, bud, man, what's going on?" And let him say, "Hey, bro, I got to take care of my family. You know, I this is these are the reasons why." Because I feel like he does owe them a little bit of an explanation. Because you know, absolutely, you know, no, no, definitely does. But, but they, my they point is, public. They can't. My point public. is exactly. You don't go to the media. You no, go to that's the you worst go, you can do. You just keep it in house. And I, they definitely, they definitely, but they, it looked like they all talked about it because they were all saying the same story, and so they were all mad together, and that's why yeah. I think they spoke up. Now going back to your question, Dom, if it was me, I think some team out there is going to pay him a lot of money. You got to remember, Le'Veon's been suspended what twice already for for uh, substance abuse. I wouldn't pay him a lot of money, especially with the mileage he's going to have after this year. So I do get him trying to hold out and whatnot, but I mean, someone's going to someone out there is going to pay him probably, you know, a contract like Gurley. You know, I, I could see that happening. Some some team like the Browns or someone who has huge cap space. I, I will say, if someone pays them in the contract, say you must come to training camp because I don't. I just think this guy doesn't like to go to training camp. <laughs> That's what I'm Nobody, thinking, bro. He doesn't like to nope. practice. He Nobody practice. 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 We ain't practicing. So um, on that, what else do oh, you guys want to talk one, about? There is one. Yeah, there's one more thing. Are we going to go through the, each matchup and give our our predictions. Oh yeah, let's do some predictions. That's cool. That's a good idea. All right, guys, let's start it off here. Let's see. Let me get on the app real quick. All right. So first game. Uh, all right, Mexicans Godfathers. Who you guys got? Or the Godfather? That's mm, hard to tell because there's no points. Because <laughs> I got the address. Oh, hold on. Hey, Let me add your mind right what now. What I think. No, it's uh, just David Johnson, Russell. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mexicans and this. 
All right. Because I'll I don't take, think that. Tri- I knew I, 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 I like think... you, Tommy. I yeah, I like you. I'm no Mexicans. I'll take the Godfather, and just because you're washing out on a lot of players, but the Jacksonville Jaguars defense picks off Elam Manning twice, once for a touchdown. That that's that's definitely possible, man. I definitely agree. And you know what? For for picking a defense in the eighth round. He better get production out of that. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to recuse myself from this pick because obviously I'm in it. Uh, but uh, I'm hoping I win. Let's just put it that way. All right, next one. Um, the Brady's Brown Boys and Armed Rogers. <laughs> uh, nice name, Tommy, by the way. You like that? I just like that picture of Tom Brady that I found on the internet. I think uh, uh, so. I'm, I'm definitely picking Tommy uh, for A, I think he's going to win, but B, uh, the spiral it's going to send uh, Aaron into after having a second round pick. I feel like his players will be easier to pick off one by one, and especially if Le'Veon Bell's uh, turns turns bad, I feel like I could get Derrick Henry or something pretty cheap. So let's go, to- let's go, Tommy in this one. And my bold prediction for it is um, Tom Brady only has 18 points, and Tommy still wins. Oh. Uh, you look. You're thinking really highly of that Houston uh, secondary, huh? With the the Honey Badger. Yeah. Um. I'm just defensive line. Fishing. Just yeah. just fishing. Mm-hmm. Just fishing. I could see yeah. it. Yeah. I got I got Tommy on this one too, man. I just I'm looking at the matchups that uh, Aaron's guys have. You got Andrew Lush. I don't care who you are. There's no way you can tell me he's going to do good this this game. He's been not First playing football back. for two years. Two years. So first game back, uh, you know, it's going to be – I mean, I don't know what to expect. Um, and then you got uh, Cooper playing the Rams. Mc, uh, McCaffrey should go off. Then you got Ingram playing Jacksonville. And then Hogan playing uh, Houston. So he's playing a lot of good defenses. And his kicker didn't help him on Thursday night. So, yeah, I'm still going with Tommy. I like the Michael Thomas matchup. A little worried about Antonio Brown, so that's going to be my bull prediction. I like that. I'm going to steal that from you. I don't think he's going to get the 23 points. I think it'll be under less. I think the weather – I don't think Big Ben plays good or um, away from home, so see what happens. What about and obviously Tommy, you want yourself to win, so you're, you're uh, yes, that one. I yeah. <laughs> Bold <right>. prediction. <laughs> Bold prediction. <laughs> All right, next one is uh, Jiba Strikes Back and Noble Savages. Mm. Let's start with you, Tommy. Keep it in the family. I mean, I should be a homer and automatically pick my brother. Um, the problem is, I actually really like my brother's team. Uh, I I just hope, I, I I just hope his team shows out. You know, I think uh, OBJ has a hard matchup, and and even Marshawn, unfortunately. But um, yeah, questionable, you know, by the way. Yeah, right. And I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Gro- apparently, but, a groin injury, but you never okay. know with these things. Well, yeah, so, you know, just looking at the matchups and and who John has, um, I, I think it might be going John with this one. What about you, Dom? Sorry, Vince, for your brother, not not for what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I had a clever line that I'll bet against John any day, but I won't bet against John, but that didn't come out right. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'll bet against John heads up in any gambling match whatsoever just because I feel like I have the advantage because he loves to gamble. But I won't bet against him, I, and he always seems to win. But we'll cut that part out. Um, 
I um I think John's going to win too. I think if Vince does win, it's going to be because of his de- uh, defensive matchup. I think they might score two touchdowns against the rookie, even though I want Sam to do good. The one thing that scares me about John is the same thing that scares me about my team. He's got two Minnesota Vikings fighting over fantasy points, and that always scares me. But uh, Only one I think, guy can score. I think Larry Fitzgerald has a solid game, and I think I think John pulls it out, but it's going to be a close one. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with John, too. I think I'm going to go with you guys' uh, picks. Um, I like the Jimmy Graham, you know, against Chicago. Um, I like Larry Fitzgerald. I think people are really underselling Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford's a good quarterback when he's healthy. It's just the problem he's never healthy. Um, so I think that uh, Larry's going to have a good good game. And then, yeah, the defense, you know, Russell Wilson be scrambling around, but uh, he's, he might be good for a couple picks. Hoping he throws a couple touchdowns to Doug Baldwin, but yeah. So yeah, I think John. Uh, I think everyone obviously is in consensus that John's going to take that one. All right, let's go to the next one. It's um, stand up Colin, and wasn't Mac? John, how do you say your name? <laughs> he can't even I, say it. I cannot understand your name, man. Uh, you got the weirdest names over here. It's Watson's Mackin on my girly. Watson's Mackin on my girly. That's good. That's clever, man. I Thank like you, Mister Original. My my favorite yeah. is still off nightly. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. All right, Dom, who you got in this one? Um, I liked myself <laughs> before Thursday night, and then when you sit your defense and they do better than predicted, and then you running back does less than oh. predicted, it just doesn't have a good feeling. So you're already um, getting bad beats. I'll be pessimistic on this one and go with uh, Aaron for the upset. All right, Tommy, who you got? Can can I just say, Dom, when I saw you draft Devontae Freeman at the draft, my heart wept for you um, because he was so horrible to have last year and so heartbreaking because he was supposed to be amazing and I had all this stat, these stats on him. And yeah, so I hope his knee is fine. Like he says, yeah, it there, is. There he said, it, yeah, he said it, yeah. he's fine. Be well, he said he he said he was fine. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope well, he's actually well, fine. <laughs> I, one defense to that, I'm looking back at the draft, and I took Freeman 20th, and then Jarek McKinnon came off 22nd. So I could have had Jarek McKinnon. So could have had Jarek McKinnon. I guess yeah. seven points is better than zero points. That's, that's, the, way I'll, that's the way I'm going to look at it right now. I'll take it. Could um, have you know, glass two, half full, Dom. I like it. Glass half full. I actually think um, I, I actually think Dominic's going to pull this one out. Uh, a, a big reason uh, is going to be because of Gurley, obviously, um, but also Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun's going to go off. I think he's been waiting and waiting to, since last year to show what he didn't get. Well, he only got a little, you know, a piece to show games. last year. Four games. Four games. Was, That's it. it. That's yeah. it. You know, and it was just a taste. And, and and coming out of college, I forgot who said it. But someone said he's the Michael Jordan of that class. That was Dabo Sweeney, his coach. Dabo Sweeney said that. Dabo Sweeney said it, yeah. And I think it's – I believe it. You know, I believe that hype, and I'm curious to see what he's going to do, and I think he's going to go off, even though it's the Patriots. Um, I, I don't, don't know, think, man. Bill second have a way to time, though. Bill is second know. time. I don't know, man. That's, I, don't know. No, I, I think those are great points, man. I, I think I have to go with, uh, with uh, stand-up Colin, though. Uh, Aaron's team, you know – for not having a second round pick, he did a pretty decent job with the team. I, I'm really interested on Mike Williams to see what he does against KC. 
You know, Mike Williams, a big receiver in the in the uh, end zone. It's going to help him out there. Um, and he's got a lot of boomer bust though. Um, but I like it, and I'm going to take the underdog. I think this this week, although he's projected for more now than 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 Dominic. So, hey, and right, you know, guys, someone on on Aaron's team, someone on Aaron's team that's really intriguing to me is Adrian Peterson, and I you know I want to see if he's also going to have a big year if they're going to let him run the ball like they didn't let him do in New Orleans. And uh, that could be a really big fantasy pickup possibly. I think all the football fans inside of us root for Adrian Peterson because oh, we yeah. all love, oh, yeah, love watching him do his thing. Hard, man. And, we're, and, we're, and he's old and we're play. old. <laughs> and we're not that old, man. Come on, man. I'm only 32 still. We're like the same age. <laughs> like the same age. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the last matchup. Uh, we got Time to Eat, which is Matt just changed his name and his logo. Very interesting. And then the Expendables. So this can be kind of hard because he also doesn't have his lineup, which you would think after what happened last night, it'd already be set up. Told but, him. Uh, I told I'm him. I'm going to start off this one, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt. I just don't see. He already started terribly with 27 on the on on the uh, on the bench. I don't think that. Um, He's going to be able to recover from that, especially your first round pick. It's not like we're talking about a second, third, or you know, fourth. I mean, your first round pick is supposed to give you those kind of points, and to not use them in a week, it, that's that's tough, man. I think that's tough to overcome. So I'm taking Matt this week. What about you, Tommy? Uh, I'm going to go Matt as well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even with even with the 27, I, I think Matt drafted a pretty solid team this year, um, and uh, and even with Julio Jones there. Um, I think Matt would have had a chance anyway, so I'm definitely going to go Matt uh, without those 27 points. All right, Dom. Um, I think this one's pretty easy because uh, Matt's favorite 99% to zero. Like, <laughs> I mean, the one in my confidence in Art setting his lineup is not 100%. So, all yeah, jokes aside, <laughs> all jokes aside, um, I'm just looking at Matt's team and I. Is, are we allowed to get pointers here? Because I really feel like you should be <laughs> you should be putting somebody in on the bench that's not that's not if in. If you but. if you give a pointer, then you have to give the other guy a pointer. I think that's only. Oh, fair. okay, uh, okay. We, okay. <laughs> we give the pointer. Let's give the pointer to Art first. Set your damn lineup. Okay, yes. now let's give the real pointer. <laughs> no, that's um, a good point. I think I think this is going to be our game He's of the week. Pain Barber and and I think no, that's not who I was going to say. And yeah. I think. Art wins by one point because of Greg the leg, and it breaks Matt's heart twice. Oh, uh, so that my, was my his best player last year. One forty-one to one forty are over Matt. Game oh, of the week, man. Who who do you think Hard. Matt should put in? Dad, do you really? Do you really yeah, say? I think he yeah. Lewis in. I think Deion Lewis over Devin Punches first game of the year. Devin Punches has a good matchup though against the Cowboys D man. Plus, uh, De- Devin Funch is a starter. Deion Lewis isn't even a starter. You, you know, people are saying thing. though. People are saying Bro, though Deion that Lewis Malifur is, is going to be so nice. Yeah, they're saying that Malifur is the new offensive coordinator for the Titans. He comes over from um, L.A. Rams, so he was the uh, quarterbacks coach there. So they say he's going to bring that passing game. You know, using the running backs, tight ends, and and obviously Derrick Henry is not a great pass catcher. And Deion Lewis, we all know the guy can catch the ball and he can make things happen. So I don't know, man. That, that might be a, some good advice. 
if he, if he does it, it proves he listened to the end of the podcast. <laughs> I think that alone should be enough to give him advice. We should give a nugget out at, at the end of every podcast yeah. just so they have to listen to the whole damn thing. Wait till the end. It's like the end of Avengers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. I guess that's uh, – let's wrap this thing up. Um, good stuff today. Uh, thanks, everybody, that's listening for uh, listening to the show. Uh, we're going to try to do this weekly for you guys and have it in your inboxes on Sunday morning so you guys can listen to it, listen to it and get in the right mood for the, uh, um, you know, the fantasy week. Uh, if you guys want to ha- have any comments and like to leave us, obviously you can leave it on the, uh, the comments that we have in our Yahoo app, or you can tweet us uh, as well. We do have a tweet, uh, Twitter handles. Mine's FB Savant. And then uh, Tommy, what's your handle? Uh, it's Tommy uh, Timo five two one three. What about you, Dom? Uh, yeah, mine's at yeast mode, as in not beast mode, but yeast infection twenty four. So yeast mode twenty four. <laughs> oh, thanks for, thanks sorry, for sorry, guys. That. <laughs> I think that's a perfect way to end this show, man. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. All right, bye. Sweet.